There goes part two. And now let's start it. As Metro's Mercury Great approaches, I shall create the illest podcast known to mankind. But Master, what are you going to do? Howard Stern. Stephen A. Smith. Joe Rogan. Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Because he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money, you fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, master. Oh, I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black man. And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you my teeth. It's alive. He's walking, master. He's walking. My teeth. Sports. Y'all ready for this? of the My T Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only Dollar Dome, my Taylor, a.k.a. Mr. Take That, Take That, Take That himself, Mr. A.k.a. Mr. Energy himself. Oh, yeah, I'm here. And it's another, yo, it's another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. Today is October 20th. We got highs of 84, lows of 75. Currently it's 77 degrees. We got a we got a full cloudy sky. I'm talking about I went outside for five minutes to take the trash out. I stopped to look at my green pepper plants. And next thing you know, the sky opened up and we had rain on me. I had to run back inside the crib real quick. We got Brooklyn, they still in the house. If you cannot tell Brooklyn, we're there. We got the World Series about to begin. Brooklyn, we're there. We got KD, Kyrie. We gonna talk about the Brooklyn brother. You in trouble, yo, Brooklyn. We in the house today. We got about, we, go, we may get into Mellow and CP3 talks, possibly going to the Knicks. Ooh, it's gonna be a New York kind of day. And because we have to, we gonna talk about Monday Night Football. And the voice, the voice, the voice. All that and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast. But you know what I say? Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Oh, we stirred that pot up real good today. Let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My team. She like the way that I Sports. Yo. I found a nugget. 
Look at that, I just found a nugget. <laughs> this is, it is, it is a beautiful day to be a sports fan. If you know what I mean, I, I, I couldn't even believe it. I tell you, this whole entire week is going to be a Brooklyn kind of week. But, 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 let's go ahead and get this out of the way. First of all, first of all, first things first. I reckon. It was just a tad bit of Monday Night Football on recently. Uh-huh. And I reckon Dallas Cowboys, they just got to come see one of them young stuck quarterbacks. They were gonna, they were gonna entertain them in Jerry World. Uh-huh, I reckon. And what I also reckon, that even with a backup quarterback, I reckon that Dallas Cowboys still had adequate weapons to be able to come away with a victory, I reckon. But I reckon that didn't happen. I reckon that Caller, I should have played baseball Murray, came into Jerry World, and even though he only Completed nine of 24 passes. He came into Jerry World and he wrecked the place, I reckon. It was just one of them days that you got to go through as a Cowboys fan, I reckon. When you when you hurt his side and you, somebody's got to take it out on you, I reckon. Uh-huh. Stonebone. I reckon. The Dallas Cowboys. Let, let's get a little... <laughs> I'm not even going to break character. Dallas Cowboys came into this game with a 2-4 record, I reckon. Did they win two games? What? That's right. The Dallas Cowboys actually won two games? Hold on one second, one second. Ah, they did. They won two games, I reckon. Came into this game with a record of 2-3. Arizona Cardinals and their starting quarterback, Kyle I should have played baseball murder. Came into this game with a record of three and two. Basically what you say with the two teams, only one game is separating them. One victory, one loss. I reckon. But once they stepped onto the field, you can clearly see that there was a big disbursement of talent. And it wasn't supposed to be so, I reckon. What it should have been, talent-wise, I mean, talent-wise, the Cowboys have some talent on their team. But no matter, them darn Cardinals, I, I, I reckon, they, 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 they got some talent on their team as well. Hold, hold on, hold. Well, hold. Whoa, whoa, a second. Oh, where, where are my glasses at? Hold get, well, Wait one cotton pick a minute. I, I, <laughs> so it, it is official. It is official. The Miami Dolphins, they've officially named Tua Got a Tongue Twister. That's their story quarterback, I reckon. But let's get back into these Cowboys. The moment they stepped onto the field, you could clearly see that you were sure that the Cowboys was a little bit more talent, even though the Arizona Cardinals, they have a young quarterback. They got two stud receivers, Hall of Famer. Larry Fitzgerald, we're going to give him his roses while he's still with us. 
We got Hopkins coming up as one of the young studs in this game. Reliable hands. Running game. Yeah, you got Kendrick Drake coming out there. Looking kind of young. But doing his thing. We were blessed last night. I mean, even though the Cowboys took a loss, we were blessed last night. This is me as my new Giants fan persona. We gonna, we gonna take these shots at these Cowboys. We gonna scare them. I reckon. And the Arizona Cardinals, they came out and they did their work. Eh. And, and I'm telling you right now, if the Dallas Cowboys are going to even, even going to attempt to win this division, they're going to have to do something about the turnover problem that is plaguing their, 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 their starting running back, Ezekiel Elliott. You want people to feed you, but they can't feed you if you keep throwing up the ball. I reckon. Brooklyn is still in the house, I reckon. Ezekiel Ella just wouldn't just wouldn't turn over the ball once. Oh no 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 no! Oh country, my friend, I reckon. <laughs> he will have two turnovers, two fumbles back to back, and a time where you know what they could have used a little bit of momentum. I reckon. Ezekiel Ella would do so poor at this point in time of the game that they would bring in Tony Pollard, who would get a couple of positive touches. Ezekiel Elliott would end up with 49 yards. Scott Pollard would end up with Scott Tony Pollard. We end up with 31 of them yards. 12 touches for Ezekiel. 10 for Pollard. It was just one of those kind of days for the Dallas Cowboys. Andy Dalton passed the ball 51 times. 51 times he passed the dang ball. 54 times. 34 completions. And every time he looked up, just like Joe Flacco for the New York Jets, we're going to talk about them maybe a little bit later. Maybe we talked about them yesterday, I reckon. I don't want to go back down that path anymore. He was running for his life. He threw two interceptions as well. So that's two interceptions by Andy Dalton. That's two fumbles by Ezekiel Elgin. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that Dallas Cowboys basically turned themselves over in this game. And for the most part, it was never even close. 38-10, 21 easy points by Arizona in the, second, in the second quarter. And those two fumbles by Ezekiel, those two fumbles by Ezekiel, they led directly to two of those touchdowns in the third quarter, in the second quarter that Arizona Cardinals got. Those two interceptions, those two fumbles allowed the Arizona Cardinals to go right back down and score both times, both times. Them boys, them boys, them boys are driving people crazy. Dallas would have scored a touchdown in this game until the fourth quarter. Might as well call it garbage time. Garbage time. As he would catch Mark Cooper for a touchdown. There was two fumbles by Ezekiel Elliott. There were two interceptions by Andy Dalton. And there was even a fumble by the rookie C.D. Lamb. Now, granted, C.D. Lamb didn't lose his fumble. But he still fumbled it. And there's going to be two things to be said right about now. With a record of two and four, the Dallas Cowboys still isn't that far from winning the division. 
which means that the New York Giants, guess what? Uh, truly, I am a giant. Stand up on my shoulders and tell me what you see. And the fact is that the New York Giants still have a chance to be able to come away with their division. Based off of the fact that they still that they have one victory. The Dallas Cowboys are 2-4. and four, And if I'm not mistaken, the, pers- the team that leads their division, which I, which I think it is the Philadelphia Eagles? If I'm not mistaken. And the reason why they own the division is because of that one tie. Hold on, let me pull that up real quick. NFC North. Nope, 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 nope. The Dallas Cowboys officially officially first in that division. Two and four. Giants are one and five. But with a two and four record, the Dallas Cowboys can still shake near the top of the division. With a two and four record, if the players want to end today, Dallas Cowboys should be high right. We'll be in the playoffs. I'm not even quite sure if it's the same action that I used before, I reckon. But we're going to ride with it. We're going to ride with it till, 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 these, till these wagon wheels fall off, I reckon. <clears throat> but no, seriously. The Dallas Cowboys, the way that they lost that game, I um, I didn't see a more, a more embarrassing loss over this, over this week outside. The only person that looked more embarrassed, let's just put it, were, were the New York Jets. 100%. The only people that looked more embarrassing than the Dallas Cowboys were the New York Jets. So as we continue with a little bit of Monday night football, b- football. Because first of all, first of all, first things first. We're still here just a little bit. All right, actually, you know what? I'm not even going to continue to talk about Monday night football. We'll, we'll talk about Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs a little bit later. We'll bring that back around. What I am going to do right now, though, I am going to take a little small break. We'll be right back. And when we come back, don't forget... You can't see. Brooklyn is in the house. I want you all to remember the change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. Go out and vote and begin making the change you want. I want you all to remember, the change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. Go out and vote and begin making the change you want. All right, welcome back to the My Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one on Donald Dogma Taylor. If you're still listening, I do appreciate however you decide to continue to listen to the podcast, whether you're listening live on Podbean, whether you're catching me live on my website, mytsports.net, or you or watching me live on the gram, or if you're catching the, the re-ear. The re-ear could be caught anywhere. That's TuneIn, iTunes, Google Play, um, uh, um, you name it, it's there. The easiest way, though, to, to, catch the, to catch the replay is tell your sports speaker. Say, yo, Google, or however you talk to your small speaker, would you tell your small speaker to play the latest episode of the M-Y-T Sports Podcast, and it will bring up the latest episode for you, and you'll be able to listen. So with the quality of how you listen, I do appreciate the fact that you have taken out your time, taken your time to share this with me, and listen to the podcast. But let's, but let's continue on with the show. 
I lost my glasses, so I had to go pick some. I, lo- I lost two pairs of glasses since I started this goddamn podcast. Today, <laughs> today, I've missed two pairs of two pairs of glasses. So let's bring out the third pair that you guys know, you guys rarely ever see. <clears throat> now, we ain't gonna stick here very long, but the World Series has begun, and, and we and we talked about this very, very, very briefly yesterday. When we talked about this yesterday, we talked about it from the standpoint of how we were just happy that the Houston Rock, the Houston Ass Trolls, were no longer in there because you know they're just low down, dirty cheaters. Like they're they're what you call the political social of the world. The individuals that, like, literally on a normal on any normal circumstances. You have failed this city. That's not what I wanted to play. But. That's what you do when you do lose in a playoff series. Ultimately, you end up failing your city. And the Houston Astros have failed their city. Now, who hasn't failed their city as of y'all are the L.A. Dodgers? As the L.A. Dodgers, and, and, and in this case, like, like I told you, Brooklyn is definitely in the house. And when Brooklyn runs through you, it never fully leaves, right? And, and, and that is the one beautiful thing about... Brooklyn, 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 we go hard. So now you have the L.A. Dodgers um, playing in the World Series, and they'll be teamed up against the Tampa Bay Rays. And I know the last series, I was rooting for the Tampa Bay Rays. Let's not get that twisted. That's not going to be the same way this year. This this way. The only reason I rooted for the Tampa Bay Rays in the last series, because I needed them to get rid of the... Cheaters that all the Houston ass trolls. And that was the only reason I need them to do that. And to be honest with you, they were doing a, they were doing a really good job. They came, they started out with a 3-0 lead. And then they let the Houston ass trolls come back and tie it up 3-3. But the Rays, they pulled it off and they were able to get rid of the ass trolls. I see you now. Welcome to the, welcome to the podcast. But now they're taking on the L.A. LA Brooklyn Dodgers. And when you take on the Brooklyn Dodgers, like I said, the LA, listen, they may have left, but they still got Brooklyn in their heart. So we going for the Brooklyn. And not for nothing, it kind of scares me already because, listen, all of the all of the odd makers, all of the big wigs, the Vegas basically, the, uh, they have the Brooklyn Dodgers already. They have them as a favorite. Even though Tampa Bay has, has played this great small ball, right, they have the Brooklyn Dodgers as the favorite. So the, we have... We actually have World Series football on tonight. Not only World Series football on tonight, we also have... Wait, 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 we have... What the fuck? I, I don't know why for some reason I thought we had football today. Why was I thinking that we had football today? Today's Tuesday. We don't have football today. Ah, we have the World Series today. We have the presidential debate today. And I swear there's there's something else going on. I swear there is something else going on in the sports world. And it's slipping my mind. But no, it's not football. Because yesterday we had a doubleheader of Monday Night Football, Kansas City versus Buffalo. And the, the, the boys, the boys, the boys. 
take on Arizona Cardinals as a Cardinal. I should have played baseball Murray. But here we are, right? Let's forget about all that. Here we are in the World Series, right? Brooklyn Dodgers finally taking on taking on the Tampa Bay Rays. We got the World Series coming out right now, and, and here we go. Dodgers as the race franchise, historical appearances. The Dodgers have so far making 34 appearances in the World Series. They've won 25 pennants. I'm sorry, they got, they got 25 pennants. They got six World Series titles, and that's in 137 seasons. Well, you know what? The Tampa Bay Rays ain't looking so bad, uh, making it making it, making it up, making it about six times in their 23 years. That's that's still a decent record. That's like every three every three to seven years. Like, can't knock that kind of hustle. And they got a belt underneath their ring, underneath underneath their underneath their title. Now the Brooklyn Dodgers happen to be the second highest paid team in the league behind their cross. Country rivals the New York Yankees. Now this season, the Tampa Bay Rays they they basically were in, they were first in 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 the, in the American League in all kinds of statistical categories. When it comes to World Series, this is a good World Series to watch. You have aces on on, on both ends. You're gonna have good pitching. One team one team one team is kind of like the Yankees where they're gonna try to bludgeon you to death with a bunch of home runs. And remember, the Tampa Bay Rays just beat the Yankees. And the other team of the Tampa Bay Rays, where they believe in small ball, and they're just gonna put balls in play and just get guys on base. We're talking about we're talking about aces in this game, like Clayton Kershaw, right? <laughs> to see if he could come up, come come through with the Dodgers, and also um for the Tampa Bay Rays, their ace is I forget. Don't worry, it'll come to me. It'll it'll, it'll come to me at some point in time. Just like. So we continue with Brooklyn. Right? I'm going to need you guys to leave Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant alone. I am going to need you guys to fully stop picking on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And, and maybe it's easy right now because they're not playing. Oh, I got the Dodgers winning the World Series, my damn self. In case you guys were wondering. I'm not going against Brooklyn. Fuck out of here. But I'm going to tell you what happens when you do go against Brooklyn. We all know that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are temperamental. We all know they're super sensitive. But we are not going to let the world to keep taking shots at them the way that they are. And you can't keep taking shots at them the way that you are. Especially if you're gonna, if you assume that the Brooklyn Nets are going to be a top three team in the East, you can't keep taking shots at them like this. If you think the Brooklyn Nets are going to be playoff or be championship contenders for the three years that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant is here, because for a borough, not a whole entire city, for a borough. So, so for you guys that don't understand this, just, 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 just call this is. Even though, even though the, the size of this small town is probably the whole entire size of some of you, as some of your, as as some of you are major cities, right, or some of your capitals, right? But let's just put it this way: consider Brooklyn to be a small town that already that that is, that is, that is a small town in a in a city or in a or in a state that already has its own major team. Right? Let's let's take this out of New York. Let's say Oklahoma City Thunder, or let's see, or even or, or even Tennessee, right? Let's say they had a team in Nashville, and Nashville was their major team. 
But then, in Hoboken or whatever, that's not in Tennessee. <laughs> but in Smallsville, they also have another team. You can't, like, I understand. You're going to end up, I understand this is Brooklyn and you're here in Brooklyn, New York. You guys are going to make Brooklyn be a, treat their team like it's a small market team. And I mean that means that they're going to end up galvanizing around Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. As, as sensitive as we know they are, as illogical as we know that they are, you're going to force Brooklyn, you're going to force Brooklyn residents and Brooklyn Nets fans to just by default have to keep picking, keep taking up for them. Because you guys are picking on them. And that's what you're going to see. They're going to stop hearing Brooklyn Nets. And all we're going to keep hearing is, oh, Brooklyn this, and, and Brooklyn that, and Brooklyn this, and Brooklyn that. And if you keep saying Brooklyn this, and Brooklyn that, Brooklyn's going to come at you with a Brooklyn bat. Kind of the root Brooklyn Zoo. So keep attacking Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant the way that you are. And I swear to you, you are going to witness the fury and rampage of an illogical Brooklyn borough. And if the whole entire borough starts galvanizing around, you can't tell them nothing. Listen, if I ever had to say a revolt was going to start for one borough to take over all of New York, I'll pick Brooklyn all day long. I'm just saying. They, they, they got those kind of crazies. Like, we'll probably end up taking over Long Island first or some shit like that so we can get our numbers up. You know what I mean? Go after Manhattan, you know, right after that. You know what I mean? Make sure we take out the Harlem area and go after the rest of Manhattan. And then we'll have to, and then we'll go for them Queens niggas after that. And then we'll have to go for them Bronx niggas after that. Because them Bronx niggas is kind of crazy too. <coughs> And Queens niggas is loyal as fuck. <laughs> so, don't keep going after the... You can't... <sighs> Stephen A. Skip Bayless. Alan, Alan Horn, he's not really doing it so much. Scott Van Pelt. Eh, maybe not so much me either. But the Michael K's of the world. The greenies of the world, the Golics of the world, the Keyshawn Johnsons. Y'all can't go after Brooklyn the way that you think you are. You are going to catch rabies, basically. You like you are gonna awaken a rabid dog. Like that's what you. That's what's literally what's gonna end up happening. You are going. To awaken Brooklyn shouting gun. <laughs> like, like you are gonna vex them off to a point where it's gonna be beyond belief. And they're gonna start taking up for this team even when it when they know that you may be right. But you just offended us so much that we are not gonna let that shit to happen. And then let them be relevant. Let them truly be relevant. Let them be playing. I'm playing for a playoff. And and you talk that shit. Oh, no. Now, listen. If you're on New York radio, talk that shit. Because if you want crowd interaction, if you want people tuning in, if you want callers to call up all rabbit at the mouth, do that shit. 
but also understand what's going to come with it. You're going to get a lot of hate tweets. You're going to get a lot of people trying to slide into your DMs with the blocker blocker. You know what I mean? Talking that shit. Reckless shit. Ain't nothing you're going to be able to do because you brought it on to yourself. And I warned you. And you're going to say that you didn't hear the warning. But I warned you here for everybody. To hear. I'm leaving it here on wax for you to consume for the whole world. Listen, share with these niggas. Let them know. They can't keep doing this. There are repercussions to your words if you come after Brooklyn. Just remember, keep talking that Brooklyn this, that Brooklyn bat. Brooklyn's going to come after you with a Brooklyn bat. You're going to get your heads knocked off. Keep talking that shit, B. Fuck, we'll, we'll fucking have you looking like an old man, like, 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 like your boy Lomachenko over there. Just come away with, with all three of your titles. Don't, don't keep testing them. This is not what you want. Like, we'll fuck around and, and, and end up stopping you like Edgar Berlanga. You know what I mean? Quick first round knockouts. Keep talking your shit. I'm not going to let y'all keep keep making fun of Brooklyn like that. They won't let you keep oh, making fun of Brooklyn. Like that. What's going on, bro? I see you popping into the podcast. What's going on? Call up if you need to. Let me let me hear you. I know I know you haven't had a chance to call up since since your Miami since your Miami Heat um you know, since your Miami Heat um made it in um made, made it into the championship. So you know I, mean? I, I I understand I understand you going through some warning period. Give, give us a call. Call up to the podcast. We're here. We're here. We're here to console you guys. We understand. Listen, I'm a Knicks fan. I I understand sports pain. But we're gonna take another quick break. When we come back. We gonna get into this this rumor that's going on that's going on with the Knicks. We gonna talk about Kansas City and Buffalo, and maybe, 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 we we, we go into a little therapy session, and maybe we talk about our favorites of all time. Maybe all of that and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They join because there is important work to be done, and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only Taylor. All right, once again, I want to thank you guys for listening, regardless of how you're listening to the podcast. As we're going to get right into it, because we've already done our cordials for the day. So ESPN is going to be doing it again. Last week, we got a big show, a big boxing show. That, 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 that showed us the talents of Lomachenko versus versus Lopez. It also, we also got, um, 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 what was his name? Um, Arnold Barboza versus Alex Aceda, and also the other Brooklyn kid, Edgar Berlanga, you know, knocking out um, Linnell Bellows. Like we, we got we got all that. We got a big championship fight from, from ESPN last Friday, and that was in the boxing world. 
But you know what? Leap Virgin. Oh, okay. That's who that is. But there's some more breaking news coming your way in just a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Looks like the Indiana Pacers have, have officially hired their new head coach, a guy by the name of Nate Bjorken. So there goes one of the coaching jobs that that, that has been filled um, currently for um, for um, for basketball, which means that we still have a few that's left out there. There's still the Houston Rockets job that's left out there. There's still Brooklyn. So Brooklyn has hired their coach. The New York Knicks has hired their coach. The Minnesota Timberwolves still need to hire a coach. If I'm not mistaken, the New Orleans Pelicans still needs to hire a coach. The L.A. Clippers hired Tyron Lue to a five-year deal. We've already discussed that. So Indiana has went ahead and hired their coach. And so far right now, as Houston still has a head coaching job available, not only does Houston still have a head coaching job available, but I, but if with Indiana signing Nate Bjorken, that also means that 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 um Mike, Mike D'Antoni still um is still out for a job, and he hasn't been signed yet. Because remember, he was one of the front runners. For the Philadelphia 76ers job, but that went to, to Glenn Doc Rivers. Thank you. <laughs> special delivery. Yes. Special delivery. Well, they can't see you. Stick the finger in a little bit more. There you go. That I can see your finger. <laughs> Mom Duke's popping in real quick. Say what happened to the people. They can, they can see, but they can say hi. Just say hi. It's audio. Hi, guys. There you go. You don't have to see you, but they can hear you everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> we got Mama Duke's popping in on the podcast real quick to stop off a little special delivery for, 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 for your boy. Mom, yo, love is love, love is love, love. Know what I mean? Shout out to all the mothers out there that just that hold it down as the head of the families. You know what I'm saying? Big mama's house, making those Sunday dinners, keeping everybody together, taking care of the grandkids. Oh, and Natalie says hi. <laughs> yeah, people know the mom dukes. People know the mom dukes on the podcast. Listen, if you met the mom dukes once, that means you love her for the rest of your life. I'm just saying this. It's one of those kind of things. Like to know us is to love us. We spread love the Brooklyn way. And the Jamaican way, I guess. <laughs> As we see my brother pop up on the podcast, his mom popped up on the podcast. This is a whole family affair t- today. I got Natalie on the podcast. And Natalie is and Natalie's as, 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 as family as family gets, as, as let you guys know. So this is this truly is a family affair today. So let's continue. Right? We, we talk about family affairs. Because boxing is, is, is as close to... Boxing is as close to UFC and family as, as it gets. And one of the thing, two things that these two things do share, the, um, um, the boxing organization and UFC, is that they both now have a contract with ESPN to put on regular shows. As we've seen right, we've, we've seen big fights now on boxing. We've seen big fights happen now on, on UFC. Now, we do have another big fight coming up on the UFC this weekend where it's going to be champion versus champion, where we have Khabib. I'm not going to even try to pronounce your last name on Nugaraga Ugaha, right? See, I'm sorry. That's disrespectful. I should I even try to pronounce your last name? That shit is tough. Taking on Gothi, or Goche, or Gochi, or Goat Cheese. <laughs> He's taking on one of them. But we got champion versus champion. Basically, if you don't know who Khabib is, Khabib is the dude that made Conor McGregor damn near quit MMA the first time. Khabib is the dude that 
at Conor McGregor respective disrespected so bad the first time that after he beat Conor McGregor's ass thoroughly, he has refused to give Conor McGregor a rematch until Conor McGregor acts right. He felt that was disrespected from him in the past. Like I whooped your ass once. I don't got nothing else to prove against you. I don't. I don't need to do these random. Pay I'm not chasing these paydays like you are. I truly fight for the fight of it. And until you get your back buck up up here as the number one contender, not the number seven contender, getting getting a title shot because you're popular. But when you get back up to being a true number one contender and you keep your mouth shut, then I'll consider giving you a match. But. I won't even talk to you until you at least get your ranking up. Your arms are too short to box with these these UFC champion gods. And and trust me, Conor McGregor is a is a UFC god in his own right because he has taken that he has taken the he has taken the Mayweather approach to fighting, where he's like, you know what? Anytime that I'm that I'm not happy with these contracts, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and retire from this. He is truly trying to manage himself and and eliminate as much middleman as possible. And as, as you know, we there's not a lot of things that we big up Mayweather here for because as you do know, that Mayweather is not only a womanizer, but he is a woman beater. Do you not forget that he has paid off all those women that he's beaten in the past to keep signing. But um. McConnell McGregor, he has taken the path from from Mayweather, uh, from the business sense, where he wants to be able to control his own, control his own promotion, control his own money, and and, be, and become bigger in that space. And he's a little bit tied with sometimes some of the politics that has to go on with UFC. But what, but part of that politics is that he's popular and he wants to he wants a title fight. But you're ranked seventh in your division. Or you're ranked fifth in your division, and I get it. Sometimes the the fifth guy does fight for a title shot, but you're not truly the number one contender, and until and while there's truly number one contenders that can fight for this title, then I'm sorry. And every time that you retire and you come back, you you hurt your own rankings. That's your fault. But he does this, and he had a contract dispute the last time with with, with, with UFC, and he had retired from the sport. And and during retirement for the sport, he actually came up with something really really interesting, where he challenged anybody out there that was willing to. That he'll fly them out to his country, right, or, or, or fly them out to wherever, and they can put on an exhibition match for charity. Connor MMA. Oh, shoot. I just realized something is really loud in the background. <clears throat> At least it's loud to me. Right, but he wants to put on Connor MMA. Where... They have just cha they they have charity events, but you know what though I have to I have to big up Conor McGregor a little bit more than that, as I don't know if you guys heard me properly say this right, but just to just to get you guys to go again, <laughs> more breaking news, Tua got a tongue twister is going to be officially named the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, which is really weird right because normally, and I'm gonna come back to that right I'm gonna make a little start I'm gonna make a little start to come back to that I'm gonna make a little start to come back to that because I do not want to get away from Conor McGregor and what is going on there, right? But I have to make sure that I at least write down <laughs> what's going on here because I want to make sure I, I, I try to get back to this to you guys either today or listen, if we don't get if we don't get to it today, then we got to get to it on the three-hour podcast or we got to have a full house. And we all know how crazy those three-hour podcasts, uh, those three-hour podcasts um, normally go. But back to Conor McGregor. He... Got tired of, so ultimately, even though it's for charity, but he ultimately got tired with Dana White's and UFC's politics. And he, even though it's charity, he has started 
or on the brinks, it looks like a stud in his own MMA circle, his own MMA circuit, which I'm like, yo, yo. Big up, big up. To you on that, because that is a major move. If you have the money and the popularity and you're in position to start your own platform, for the same platform that you had a problem getting into so that you can at least make it easier for others to get here or at least even be a transition to help propel them forward. Why not? Why not? Because let me ask you, there's Bellator fighting out there. Some of you casual fans don't even know that, 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 that that's an MMA circuit, right? There's Vitor fighting out there. Some of you MMA fans, don't even, you understand? There's multiple MMA circuits out there. If you had to go to a minor MMA circuit that wasn't that wasn't UFC, based off of his popularity, would you not join Connor MMA? I think I think people would. I think he's onto something, and him being onto something made me realize again that the NBA players or NBA players, NFL players, but we're gonna hold the NBA players a little bit more accountable for this one because you guys have bigger contracts and you guys have more guaranteed money. So we're going to hold NBA players more accountable for this one, NHL players more accountable for this one, and Major League Baseball players more accountable for this one. And listen, maybe we are, maybe the time wasn't right before now. For me, I feel like the time has been right since 2000. I feel like the time has been right for the last 20 years for them to do this, monetarily and popularity-wise. So if I felt this way for about the for 20 years ago, over the last 10 so the last 10 years I feel like has even been a more ripe opportunity. Even these last five years has been a great ripe opportunity. Which means that even today is still the perfect opportunity for them to do this. I am surprised that NBA players up to this point has not come out with some kind of minor basketball league. They allowed the NBA to create their own minor basketball league before the players found a way to form one. They try to, they say, you know what, the players need a league, the players need a league, they need some kind of professional league. Well, you have to remember what's considered professional. Because remember, there's professional and then there's amateur professional, right? There's ways to still get paid and still make your way towards the top. And I realized something some about last week or so when I was looking for some feel-good stories, right? And I, and I wanted to bring up, and I think I was looking for the basketball tournament to talk about that. And looking for the basketball tournament, I ended up running into the basketball league. Yes, a basketball league. The basketball league. With 24 traveling teams. There's only 30 teams in the NBA. That's six less than the NBA. A random group of individuals have started their own basketball league with 24 teams. With the backing and the support of the NBA, are you telling me? And even if they didn't have the backing or the support of the NBA, but with the backing and support of the NBA, are you telling me that players couldn't have come together to make their own players league as a G League? Without the backing of the NBA, now players can make their own basketball league, their own players league. To rival the NBA, and I grant it, I get it. It's not gonna be the NBA. The basketball tournament isn't the NBA, but people watch because of what is done. The big three isn't the NBA, but people watch because of how it's done and what is done. Because they love sports. People they talk about how people love football. People love basketball. 
I'm sorry. Basketball is way easier to play. All you need is two people. Sometimes you don't even need that. Football, you always need somebody. If you're the quarterback, you need somebody to pass to. If you're a wide receiver, you need somebody to throw it to you. If you're, if you're an offensive lineman, you need somebody to block. If you're a defensive lineman, you need somebody to block. If you're a running back, you 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 you, you need tackles to break. You always need some basketball. No, I, I can sit here and take three pointers all day long until I have an automatic shot, regardless who's in my face or not. Kind of wrong, Brooklyn Z. That was a subtle one for you. That's light work. <laughs> you know what I want. You know what I want right here. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I ain't gonna lie to you guys. Like, I'm, I'm, you guys heard me. So I'm Jamaican. I'm, I'm Jamaican that shit. My whole like, you know how, you, you know how the, the normal American family. You always talk about if the if the parents went to Syracuse or if the parents went to like went to like Kentucky or 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 like Tennessee. Then usually like their grandparents went to Tennessee, or also like their their great grandparents went to went to like Alabama and shit like that. Well, I'm Jamaican that shit, right? My whole entire family, so it's not just me. My whole entire family, right, starting from generations up and generations, generations before me, are all alumni of the Nick Dog School of Medicine. We all have a motto of smoke weed every day. Don't get that shit twisted. <laughs> Special delivery. Special delivery, you like that? Uh, special delivery, you want that? <laughs> but back to these basketball players. I, I, so, the point is a little upset that, that NBA players have not found a way to start their own basketball league. It doesn't have to be a major paying league, as you can see. It just all it needs to be is something that pays somebody, but really that just gathers eyes and becomes another avenue if they have to to make it into prof into the professionals to make it into the NBA. Another way to get them there. Or, if they can't make it into the NBA, at least at bare minimum, another way to do what you love and, and get paid for it. Where you can support your family. At least, at bare minimum, support your family and do what you love. Because isn't that what we all want to do? Is do what we love and be able to do that while supporting our family? Because there's a lot of people do doing what they don't love. And they do it just to support their family. Imagine if you could do what you love and support your family. That's what I'm talking about here. The American dream. The true American dream. Not MAGA slogans. So, now that we have that out of the way, right? <laughs> now that we have that out of the way, let's go ahead. Let's see. Where are we at right now? Actually, you know what? I'm not. We're going to take another small break and we'll be back. And we're gonna get into the the final close of the podcast. I want you all to remember the change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. Go out and vote and begin making the change you want. <coughs> <coughs> I warned you guys. I warned you guys. Smoke weed every day. All right, we are back to the My Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one and only Tyler Tony Martella, a.k.a. Tony Baritone, a.k.a. Mr. Energy, a.k.a. the Motor Mouth of the South, a.k.a. the One Take Wonder. 
Listen, we are back here in the building. I just dropped now. Now. Ooh, okay. Whew. Oh, man. That was scary. That was scary. You guys have no clue what I just thought I just did. <laughs> now, as I told you, we had some breaking news, right? And I wanted to get into this just a little bit. So, we got a little bit of breaking news for you. Tua got a tongue twister, is now officially the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. And I'm not going to lie, I really wanted him to be to be a starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins even when they played even when they were playing the Jets, but this back when I was also a Jets fan and I thought the Jets were going to be able to rip the bone back off of his hip. Listen, I, I'm, I'm gonna let you know, guys. I'm gonna let you guys know something right now, right? As I switched over being a Jets fan, a Giants fan, my hatred for the Dolphins hasn't changed. That hasn't gone anywhere. My hatred for the New England Patriots hasn't gone anywhere. That's still there, right? That hasn't gone anywhere. My love for the Buffalo Bills has been ejected. Like I, it is now, it is now through the roof because I'm no longer in that division. But also. My hatred for the Cowboys is growing because I didn't really have a hatred for the Cowboys. I just used to pick. I just used to make fun of them, but now my hatred for the Cowboys is starting to brew. I really don't care about Washington because they're because they're a shit team, and the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I've had respect for them in the past, and now I have to take that respect factor out of there because the only time, the only reason I had respect for them is because they had Andy Reid and 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 Dante Culpepper. 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 Donovan McNabb. <laughs> like, that's the only reason why I used to follow and respect the Philadelphia Eagles back in the days. But with none of that being here, right? And I have no reason I have no reason to, to even give them that respect anymore. So there that goes. And also they used to be they were green as well too. And you know what I mean? I was a Jets fan, green Jets, green Eagles. You understand? Like we we, we both used to fly high, but one flies high a little bit higher. But I'm gonna let you guys know right now when it comes to Eagles. Eagles are basically just vultures with better PR. Remember that. Eagles are just vultures with better VPR. Well, you might as well just call them the Philadelphia Vultures. Trying to make that shit sound classy. You ain't classy, bitch. <laughs> Let's get back to this, right? Miami Dolphins, right? <laughs> the Miami Dolphins have officially assigned Tua Got a Tongue Twister as their starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. And honestly, I'm a little shocked that they pulled the trigger right now. I am a little shocked of when they pulled the trigger. And because they just came off of a win. And you normally don't pull the quarterback that was starting there, who was James Winston Sr., or, Ryan, or you may have known better as Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right? Normally, when you lose your job, it's because the other dude was stinking up the place. And I'm not saying that the Miami Dolphins had a winning record under to uh, un, under Ryan Fitzpatrick. They were they, they 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 had an even record. They were three and three, and they had just come off of a victory as well. But let me tell you the other odd thing about him losing the job is because they played. So well against the Jets. Let me rephrase that. The Jets played so bad. The Jets looked so horrible that you understand the Jets made one of the greatest interceptions in interception history. And that shit can't even break headlines. The New York Jets. I talked about this Monday. 
right? But they are on a record-breaking pace to look bad. We are talking about historical failure as a team, as an organization. Like, that's, like, I feel like they like see the New York in me. Like I, I, I still have emotions when it comes to them. But like I'm, I'm not fully dead inside when it comes to the Jets. But, the but the New York Jets looked so bad in that Dolphins game. Remember they got blown out twenty four nothing. That the Miami Dolphins didn't need their starting quarterback anymore. So what did they do? They put in their backup quarterback. Guess who their backup quarterback was? Yes. It's Tua got a tongue twister. So now guess what happens <clears throat> when, now that you found a way and a reason to take, to take Jameis Winston Sr., you may better know him as Ryan Fitzpatrick, out of the game, it wasn't because he was looking bad. It wasn't because he was doing a bad job. It wasn't because he had a losing record. It's because you finally found an opportunity to put him in there. He didn't look horrible. And you know that Ryan Fitzpatrick, or James Winston Sr., is not your quarterback of the future. So at this point, with a record of 3-3, three and three, you guys have, they have some momentum because they just came off of a win. Three and three is like having a zero, zero record, but it's a record that keeps you, that, that, that it's a record that, that, that keeps you, that keeps you in, in, in playoff contention in your division. It's a record that if Buffalo slips, like they did last night against Kansas City, a couple of games, you can be, you can win your division. So now, are you not only putting in your your young quarterback in a position where, okay, this team is warmed up, this team has some momentum, you just played with them in 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 that in that moment in that momentum setting. You didn't look bad. You looked comfortable under center. You were able to execute plays. Granted, this is the New York Jets we're talking about you, you, you're playing against. You were able to make plays. You know what? Let's go ahead and start you now. Now, granted, in that second half, when they had Tua got a tongue twister, they only had three points. All those first half points, that's all Ryan Fitzpatrick. As somebody is texting me that two is going to start the next game. I'm talking about that as we speak right now on the air. I wonder if you're listening to the podcast. Is that why you're texting me? That, that could be why you're texting me. That means you're not listening. That means you're not listening, Mark. <laughs> oh, okay. He's sharing that in the, in, in the, in the, in the, in the fantasy football league um, text. Okay, that's what all that's going off at. So it's odd to see somebody lose their job in a win. And also, when you looked good in the win, and the guy that they replaced you for didn't look good in the second half, but didn't look horrible or bad. So now we're gonna see. Now, we, now we're gonna see, and now we're gonna pay attention, and now we're gonna move forward um, and and see how this team looks after after six games. 
right? Or from seventh game moving forward, under Tua got a tongue twister, because Tua got a tongue twister follows the follows the follows the pattern of how these young quarterbacks are coming in and being successful. They can pass the ball and they can move up their legs, and if you can do that, they'll even take you being a runner, uh, being a little bit more of a runner first now, than even a passer and develop your passer, which is really weird, because they used to take horrible passers and try to make them great passers, but they were, but they had no mobility. But now they're like, okay, if you're a bad passer, but you can run, now we'll take you and start working on you because now we build the right team around you to see what we can do. Because having a guy that can run with his legs is basically having a mismatch on the, is having a mismatch on offense. <clears throat> what we didn't expect to be a mismatch on offense was going to be this Kansas City versus Buffalo game. We actually thought that this game was going to be a lot closer than it was, and for the first half. It was. For the first half, this game was still 13 to 10. And this was very much still a very winnable game. But let us double that. 13 to 10, 13 to 10, that's 26-20. Does that still look good? Because that's kind of what ended up happening. They just couldn't keep pace eventually. The Buffalo Bills had this they, I'm gonna say the Buffalo Bills honestly lost this game. There were a couple of interceptions that there were a couple of interceptions that were thrown, and I'm talking about there was one interception that I'm talking about. Uh, it should it should be it should make you got mossed from a, uh, from on the defensive end because <clears throat> the way that he caught this ball that it looked like it was actually meant for the cornerback. He literally ran the route himself, laid out for it as if if he didn't catch this ball that it was 4th and 10, it was going to be a turnover and on downs. That's how that cornerback went for it. And can I say one one quick thing, too, uh, about, about, about Conor McGregor? Nah, we'll say that for another day. We may say that for tomorrow. We may, we may talk about this tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we, got, we got more to talk about Conor McGregor tomorrow because we only talked about his charity shit. We didn't even talk about his real shit yet. Just like how the just like how the Buffalo Bills didn't look like a real contending team yesterday, but granted, Buffalo Bills now have two um two losses in a row, right? Two uh two yeah two losses in a row, one to Kansas City, and before they lost to Kansas City, they were taking on another tough team, another team that that you can say that. They can possibly make it into the playoffs and make a deep run, and that's Las Vegas. A Las Vegas team that we saw give Kansas City every bit of the business. Remember, the one loss that Kansas City has is from Las Vegas. And now Kansas City is coming off of that loss. Buffalo's coming off of their loss. It's coming off of one loss already. And they're taking on the Kansas City team. It's not to say that I don't that, that I don't believe that Buffalo can be a, a, a playoff team, but we're seeing how they're looking against the upper echelon talent in the in the league. It's just the same way that once you once we consider you a contender, as a contender, now you are graded up against the other contenders in the league. And if you have a losing record against those contenders, then we consider you a pretender. Kind of the rule Brooklyn Zoo, that's light work. So now we so now you see Buffalo lose to Kansas City. Right, we see we we've seen them lose to we've seen them lose to Las Vegas. Nothing to sneeze at there. Those aren't two bad teams. 
So far right now, we're still giving Buffalo a little bit more of the benefit of doubt for the first half of the season. We'll continue to see how the season looks um, when, when, they, when, the, when, the, when the weather gets cold. And we'll, uh, and we'll continue to look at them against the, the playoff competition in their, you know what I mean, in their schedule. Because that's who you're really going to be judged up against. Because it doesn't matter what they do. They can sneak into the playoffs all they want. Because remember, the NFL has allowed one extra team into the playoffs this year. So they can sneak into the playoffs all they want. How you look against all playoff contending teams is really what's gonna say. Really what's gonna say is really what's what's, what's gonna say the, the most about you. Just like with the Baltimore Ravens, how they look against not playoff contending teams, but how the Baltimore Ravens look against championship contending teams is how we're gonna judge Baltimore. Because we're not gonna. What's going on? Chill, well. <laughs> Make it into the end of the show. Everyone, thank you for sharing the show. We about, we about to wrap up here very, 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 very shortly. Actually, 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 you know what, folks? <laughs> Don't worry, man. We'll, we'll be back. We'll, you know, we'll be back tomorrow. Three hour show, eight oh seven p.m. Full house, full lineup. That's when. That's when the chaos. That's when the chaos ensues. Uh, you know, the Wednesday night show. That, that's 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 just, that's just that's a sports chaos. <laughs> like, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. You, you you got privates looking for the keys to the looking for keys to the drop zone on that one. Like that's what that shit is. <laughs> Listen, we got so remember you got UFC this weekend championship fight. We got World Series baseball coming on tonight. We got presidential debate also going on tonight. Dallas still can't get right. And you know what? We didn't even talk about Melo and CP3 because there's rumors going on about both of them. And you know what? I think I'm going to talk about that when we have a full house. So you know what, guys? We're done here. We, we just hit the hour mark. Thank you for listening to the show. Join us back tomorrow. We got our, we, we got our three-hour extravaganza full house. You make sure you start reserving your call-in seats now as, 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 as faces. You know what I mean? They, they fill up quickly. Thank you again, Chill Wolf, for joining the podcast. Nat for joining the podcast. Mom Dukes, thank you for stopping and joining the podcast. Like my big bro that popped into the podcast as well. I appreciate you all. All to all of you and everybody listening to the podcast and everybody that hasn't listened to the podcast. I hope you all catch a wave that you never subside. Shout out to the boy, Toby and Rigway. And play that outro because I'm Tyler Throw My Tail with the Mighty Sports Podcast. And Mighty. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag, no lag. How you lose your job in a win? Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Jameis Winston Sr. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Go vote! Last of the real gabbers. Go vote! Well, maybe not the last. Go vote! Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, my tea podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast.
Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My teeth. Spoo.